Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning on this Monday. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. Dennis Dodd is the CBS Sports College Football Insider, outstanding reporter and writer, CBS Sports HQ analyst, cbsports.com writer on Twitter at Dennis Dodd CBS. Why it doesn't say at the Dodd Father, I don't know. It's at Dennis Dodd CBS. Mr. Dodd, good morning, buddy. Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Hey, I want to get into some big picture stuff, but if you don't mind, I just talked about Eric Bieniemy and how bizarre the move seems from a, a distance. His move from being an all, he didn't have a job. He lost his job in Washington. He says he wasn't fired, whatever. But he's moving to the college ranks, and he's moving as the offensive coordinator and the associate head coach at UCLA. What do you make of this move, and how should we interpret it if, if, if we're like those who follow Eric Bieniemy's career with interest? Yeah, I mean... Look, I live in Kansas City, and he's tried multiple times to get a head coaching job, and for whatever reason, it hasn't worked out. Now, he goes from you know Patrick Mahomes to the Commanders. It doesn't work out. He goes to college. I think he really is a, a talented um, play caller. Uh, but, you know, it, this kind of bucks the trend of, of guys – I wrote last week the story of coaches getting out of college because it's too complicated for all the reasons that that you and I have talked about uh, in the current climate. Uh, But this is going the opposite direction. And, look, um, you know, Deshaun Watson, I think, was a fine selection. Um, I have my doubts about a guy maybe who is a loyal Bruin, never been a coordinator, um, at least in, uh, in college. 
so we'll see how it goes. I, I don't think it's necessarily bad for Eric the enemy. I, I think they've got some good pieces there, but it is kind of strange. Yeah, part of what's interesting about it to, to me, Dennis Dodd, is Deshaun Foster takes the job because Chip Kelly, who was the head coach, leaves to be not a head coach, but the number two, the, well, the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. So let me use this just as an opportunity to talk about the previous domino that fell. What is the read across college football in Kelly taking, at least on paper, what is a step down at a school and now soon to be the same conference as UCLA? Well, there's no question it's a step down. I, I wrote about it last week. There are 26 coaches um, who have left um, – jobs in college for the NFL or taking a step down like like Chip. Chip's was unique because Chip left, by my estimation, at least $8 million on the table. He was going to make six with UCLA this year. He was going to make four in a buyout if they fired him. So that's 10. What's he going to make at, at the Ohio State? Two, three? Um, so that's $8 million he left on the table. Chip Kelly just wants to call ball plays. Um, he didn't see a future at UCLA. Uh, and th- it's so odd because after a season in which he won eight games, beat the poo out of USC, won the bowl game, and really moved the program forward. But I, I think at-, at the end of the day, during his time, I think he was like 36 and 35, one game above or one game below. And at least in his mind, saw the handwriting on the wall that, that maybe he wasn't going to last too long. But he left after, a, by all accounts, a successful season to be a coordinator at another Big Ten school. Dennis, it's interesting because this is another topic that, that I've talked about on the radio for years, and that is where does Chip Kelly now sit on the list of innovative or, or not, right? Forward thinking, ahead of the cutting edge or not, offensive minds in, in the game. He obviously was there a long time ago. Some people think maybe the game's passed him by. Some think that's ludicrous. You, what If you're an Ohio State fan, how excited or worried should you be that this is the guy who's going to be making the decisions on your offense and the plays that you're calling? Well, I wrote this along a a when he came to UCLA. I think it was the year he came to UCLA that the game didn't pass him by. The game adjusted. He was revolutionary what he did at Oregon. Um, you know, with and it wasn't all all a passing game. It was a running quarterback at his heart. He was a running guy. Um, he made Oregon matter to the point where he he branded that program to what it is today after multiple coaching changes. But look, now everybody runs a spread. Everybody goes five wide. Everybody tweaks things. Um, you know, it, not only with Chip Kelly, but with Mike. Mike Leach did. Everybody does some of that, uh, except the service academy. So it's pretty – I don't want to say it's easy to defend. There's a playbook on how to defend it. Now, look, to the point that Michigan went the exact 180 and won a championship going back to the old uh, bully ball game. So, you know, what's to be said for that? But, no, I I think Chip Kelly's in a great place at Ohio State because he absolutely runs the ball, loves to run the ball. They've got two fantastic running backs there, Quinshawn Junkins from, from Ole Miss and Travion Henderson, who's been a little bit nicked up during his career. Um, and they're, they're going to try to imitate, I would dare say, try to imitate what Mich- Michigan has done, uh, more so than what they've done with C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields. So 
I think in that respect, uh, I think Chip's the perfect match right now. now the other, but the other part of that is, look, if they don't beat Michigan, I don't have to tell anyone out there listening what the consequences are going to be. Yeah, that's a great point. Dennis Dodd here on the show. Dennis, last week when the news came out that as we prepare for an upcoming 12-team college football playoff, there was already possible machinations behind the scene to make it in a couple years a a 14- or 16-team playoff. Expansion off of the yet-to-debut expansion news. My reaction, my sort of view of this was this feels and looks to me from a distance, not covering the sport, like Big Ten SEC domination and an attempt to influence and control college football and the money for a long time. Is that an accurate sort of guesstimate and read? Do you have a different view? What What is the big picture reality, do you think, of the idea and the moves behind the scenes to try to expand expansion? That, that's basically it. Um, the, the TV contract is done in theory, so it's not going to get any bigger uh, if they expand beyond 12. In other words, it's whatever the reported figure is, $1.3 billion for the next six years beginning in 26. So ESPN or whoever they sub-license games to is going to get a bargain. It's going to be free football um, if they, you know, they go to 14 or 16. For, this goes back, Bill, you know, a couple of weeks ago when the, the SEC and Big Ten put out that statement, they're going to form an advisory group. Well, that raised eyebrows all over the the game, not only the game, but the NCAA. Well, what's this about? Well, you know what it's about. They're, they're sick of NCAA leadership. Um, they have ideas which will become evident. This was one of them last week. Uh, they have the best brand in those 34 teams, in those two leagues, they have the best brands worth watching, at least to, to the networks, in college football. How do they start to monetize that? This was the first move by expanding past 12. To do that, you can't add teams to the current, you know, you can't add access to the current 12. To get to 14 or 16 and get guaranteed spots, because that's what this is about. What I heard initially was four for each. It looks like it's going to be three for each. You have to have, you have to expand the bracket, if nothing else, to stay away from liability concerns, antitrust. You have to give access to those other schools. But this will be the first time, at least in this game, that I remember uh, conferences having dedicated spots in the postseason. The NCAA tournament, you get to play for, you know, your auto bid and your lead. But this would be multiple spots guaranteed to both the SEC and Big Ten um, to the point where a team like, you know, if you want to spread this out, Iowa maybe would have gotten in last year at 10-4. I don't know if anybody wanted to see Iowa in there. I do from Iowa. I, I don't. I still don't. Fairness. That's the example. We. It, it's, it's so interesting, too, because uh, Dennis died on the show. Dennis, obviously the Pac-12, which is currently actually just a pack of two, have a vote and have you know hopes and designs maybe on, on that conference surviving. What are the odds, you think, in two or three or four years, there is some version of the Pac-12 that they're able to pull in enough schools that are the right enough schools that it survives – whatever that means for them going forward. Well, I think there will be. Um, I think that's part of the uncertainty of the playoff going forward in the television contract because they don't know who's going to be playing where. Florida State now looks like they can buy its way out of the ACC. There's a story in the Tampa Tribune 
oh, about 10 days ago, I think, uh, regarding that. Matt, that, you know, that, a great reporter there, Matt Baker, found that language, I think, in the grant of rights. So if they can buy their way out, then that's just a negotiation. The number's the number, then gives a blueprint to schools like uh, Clemson, North Carolina, Miami, uh, the way that they can get out. So what does that look like in the future? But I do think there'll be I, – I, I think that Oregon State and Washington State will go to the Mountain West. Whether you want to call it – whether they take that brand with them, the Pac-12 brand with them, or whether it's named something else, or whether it's named the Mountain West, that's what most people in the industry think is going to happen. Uh Kirk Schultz, who is the president of Washington State, wanted a promise in exchange for that vote and that unanimous vote last week that they would be granted Power Five status. That's not going to happen. The brands in that league, and we don't have to go over them, just don't measure up to, frankly, you know what's in the SEC, Big Ten, even the even the ACC and the Big Twelve. So. Uh, they're, they're going to be fine. I mean, they're going to continue playing football. What they have to do is get ready right now for a significant belt tightening in their athletic budgets. Um, and that's the biggest part for them going forward. Dennis Dodd here on the show. Dennis, I just personally don't mind NIL, and I don't mind, in theory, the transfer portal. Uh, you know, if a, for me, if an adult's going to go into some high school kid's room and talk his parents into committing his future to, a, to an organization, to a program, and that coach can leave, the kid can too. But but these the devil's always in the details. Obviously, the transfer portal is, has just created a scenario where every player in college football is basically a free agent whenever they want to be. Do you think there's a solution or a likely outcome where there is some happy medium between where the transfer portal is now and where players' ability to go somewhere else was five years ago? Yeah, I think the, I think it will be declared either declared or someone will move to make them employees, and there'll be a relationship with the university, collective bargaining, whatever you want to call it. They had that ruling last week in the Tennessee versus NCA case where a judge issued a preliminary injunction, doing away with uh, with uh, restrictions on NIL benefits, at least as they relate to collectives. So now it's a wild, wild west. So the only way you rein this in, and you remember, Bill, uh, Kirby Smart's comments after the Florida State game, because they were decimated by by opt-outs and injuries and everything else. And I wanted to say at the time, Kirby, there's one way to do this, collectively bargain those players playing in those games. And that would be part of it. I think within a year, I, I'm convinced now that within a year, we're going to have some sort of structure where – Players are either uh, bargaining their rights um, in terms of, uh, of uh, practice time or something like that, or just full-on pay. And I don't think it's a big deal because I think what we've witnessed the last two and a half years since NIL started is basically that. Uh, we're seeing a form of it. You know what the result has been? Record TV ratings last year. Um, attendance has been up. Overall, the game has never been better. And as I've told people time and time again, the average fan doesn't care if Shador Sanders is driving a Maybach. He just, they just want to see him at Colorado beat USC or whoever or win the game. They voted with their pocketbooks and their, and their wallets. And their wallets say, we love college football. And, I, it, and it really doesn't matter, Bill, on Saturday. So I, I think it's going to work its, work its way out. I love it. All right, Dennis, last question for you. Uh, Caleb Williams, by many, is considered a, a generational 
talent. Uh, not exactly the season he wanted, they wanted at USC. My Chicago Bears have the option of drafting him and moving on from Justin Fields. What is your sense, either your own eye or talking to folks, at how, how we should categorize Caleb Williams in a sport, in a business, where it feels like it's whoever's the likely number one pick is always can't miss until he misses. Is this guy really in the Andrew Luck, whoever else you want, Peyton Manning class of, of QBs? Well, I'll, I'll just put it this way. If you've got that pick, you got to pick it. I mean, I'm, I'm coming, kind of coming in the back door on that. Um, that's not saying he's worth it, but he's got that look. He's got that Mahomes look where he can create plays. He's a tremendous athlete. And here, here's something unique, I think, about a number one uh, overall draft pick. Usually, you see what happened to Bryce Young. He went from, from playing behind the best offensive line to a bad team. And look what it's – I'm not saying he can't become – a good quarterback, but this is what happens with the number one pick. It's usually a bad team. USC's offensive line is not good. He was running for his life the last two years, much of the time. He's got a chance, you know, if he's, if he's taken by the Bears to, to play behind an established NFL offensive line. I'm not saying they're going to dominate people, but in, in the sense of coming from where he was, I think they're better than USC. Obviously, they're better than USC. They're pros. You know what I'm talking about. Um, relative strength. So I think he's got a chance to take off a little bit. They look like they're committed to, to getting receivers for him, too. But I, I think you have, if he's sitting there, you have to take him because he fits in to what wins in the NFL right now. Uh, Dennis Dodd, as always, every time you come on, I sit here listening to you thinking, what a great interview, what great insight. Appreciate you, buddy. We'll be watching you over on CBS Sports HQ, reading you at CBSSports.com. Thank you for your time, and I hope you get to enjoy a little downtime. Is this it? This is, is this the downtime season? I hope you get some time off is what I'm oh saying. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Uh, it's, oh, no. it's daily. You, just the stuff we talked about. It changes I, from day to day. Uh, yeah, I wanted some downtime. I may get to the driving range today, but uh, <laughs> no, it's more and more and more. <laughs> yeah, NBA too. What is happening in the universe? All right, yeah. pal. Well, enjoy your driving range time for that one hour. All right, man. All right, dude. Thank you. Thanks, bud. Uh, Dennis Dodd on the show. There, nobody cares, but I'm going to tell you because it's my life. There, there was a time. There was a time when all these sports we covered had three or four months off. It was great. You'd work sixty-hour weeks for eight months, but then you'd be just chilling for four. Nope. Uh, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. We've got a rapid fire buy or sell from um, Tom DeCelestino, who never forgets anything important about his friends. Next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Writer Than You. Oh, snap. Gloria took me higher. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. So is Pretty Daddy, the executive producer. He has acquiesced. He has given in. He has seen the light. He has surrendered. Buy or sell and all of its mounds of context have now become something that is often just no context, rapid fire. Thomas finally understood what is best for you, dear listener version of buy or sell what side will bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports it's time for today's edition of buy or sell on writer than you as you pointed out bill two in a row we did rapid fire on friday and again we have rapid fire today bill so let's get right to it buy or sell the nfl salary cap going up by 30 million for next season is a big deal buy Bye. And we know this because we've seen massive jumps impact the NBA in a really significant way. And the cap is more flexible on the NBA side, and it still had a huge impact. Yes, absolutely. Buy or sell, it's the right move for the Cincinnati Bengals to use the franchise tag on wide receiver T. Higgins. Bye. And can we... Bye. I, I am so annoyed and over... Players getting angry or saying it's not right or it shouldn't exist. This is a collectively bargained agreement. The union for the players accepts this as part of the deal. Everybody knows that this is part of what can happen. If you're good enough to get tagged but not good enough or valuable enough or sure enough, maybe it's based on your position, to get a long-term deal. It's, it's kind of like if you work at a job. I just watched Office Space, as you know, last week where they're allowed to tell you to work on Saturday. Doesn't mean you want it. Doesn't mean it's going to happen to everybody. But if it comes in, as miserable as it is, you don't get to throw a fit. Buy or sell, you're excited about all the office space references that are coming the next five weeks. Buy. Yeah, you are. It's a movie I've seen, so I should get some of them. Although, even even movies I've seen, I don't get the quotes that you uh, that you give me. Really? I just, I don't know. I'm not movie quote guy. All right, just count a recipe. Buy or sell, you'd be intrigued and click on lemon, pearl, barley soup. Sell. Yeah, I think that's a no for me, too. Yeah, no thanks. It's the barley, right, that doesn't sound great? Yeah. Yeah. 
Although you're looking at it, you seem a little intrigued. <laughs> kind of, well, we made a um, we made a white bean and dill lemon soup last night. That was amazing. You guys are big soup people. That's what I'm becoming to realize here. My, my daughter Madeline loves soup, so every now and then we'll just. It's easy. You, you do. The, I like chopping. I find the the chopping part of the cooking to be st- a stress reliever. Yeah, I picture my various work things and just chop okay. it into pieces. Okay. And then you throw it in a pot and you, it cooks, the water cooks it for an hour and it's it's a soup. Do you throw also have like a, like a dartboard with my face on it? Um, no. Okay. You're yeah. not the source of most of my stress. Right, I'm not the source, but yeah. I am a source. But you're not the with the italics, you know where, where it's the, the right. source? got it. I had some weird dreams last night. Buy or sell, you want to hear those. Sell. It's a good choice this time. (laughs) All right, Bill, back to the NFL here. Buy or sell, the Kansas City Chiefs will make Andy Reid the highest paid coach in the NFL if and when he gets an extension done. Buy. I think Clark Hunt is all about paying people. Yes. But I think it's also tethered to, I don't think Andy Reid would leave if he didn't get paid, but I think it will be tethered to, why don't you coach another three, four, or five years? Because, by the way, I'm going to give you some context. I know I'm not supposed to. He was not one of the top five highest-paid coaches just last season. Yeah. Remember, when he came into Kansas City, there were questions about whether this was a good idea or not. Speaking of a good idea or not, Bill, buy or sell, it would be a mistake for Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy not to go to the NFL Combine. I missed this story. I mean, bye, yeah. Is he bye. not is he not going to the combine? It's not for sure, and he probably wouldn't show up till Thursday anyway if he did go, but he threw that out there late last week into the weekend. I mean, here's the thing. I said bye, but but if the reality okay, so we all have jobs that so we're supposed to have input on that maybe over the course of our careers people take away our ability to have the input we're supposed to have. If the Joneses aren't letting him have any say, right? If that's the reality, why waste your time and go? So that's my little asterisk. All right, Bill. Speaking of head coaches, buy or sell Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, telling the athletic, quote, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, end quote, that being on the Bills winning a Super Bowl. Is that quote worse than Russell Wilson saying he wants two Super Bowls in the next five years? Buy that it's worse. Buy. Yeah. Wanting and certainty are separate things. Buy or sell when you hear the Bills, because my name's Bill, you think of me. Buy. I don't. That's weird. Well, I'm trying to, uh, you know, get back in your good graces here. Uh, Let me know when the NFL is done. I have a really weird question for you. All right. I think I have two more NFL here. Bill, buy or sell the Dolphins will regret cutting two-time All-Pro cornerback Xavier Howard as they attempt to deal with their salary cap issues. Uh, Buy. Buy. Yes, of course. But this is the reality of the National Football League is you have to make difficult choices and you have to get under the cap. All right, Bill, last NFL one here that really doesn't have to do with football. Buy or sell Cam Newton's calm demeanor when getting attacked by six people at once Dude, was surprising. Buy. I almost buy. I almost did this as a whole topic. If, if any of you who missed it, Cam Newton was at an event, and I believe a ch- for his charity as part of, a, of, of an event, and he got a he got jumped by a bunch of dudes, and was didn't throw a punch, was and they were throwing one guy in a white shirt threw what looked like a haymaker toward the end, and it it's hard. I haven't been able to see a a, a video version where you can see where it lands. 
It did looked, it land it looked on to camp? me, to my eye, that it did not land. I think he might have grazed another guy's shoulder. It was at the top of the frame of the guy, whoever was recording it with their phone. Newton was able to fend them off without actually fighting back. It was amazing. The dude's hat didn't even fall off. It was amazing. All right. Uh, that's the last NFL question, right? That's the last NFL. Perfect segue. Speaking of that kind of behavior, there's a memoir coming out that apparently is very buzzy uh, by a woman who's a, who's a psychiatrist who's also a sociopath. And she writes about her life as a sociopath, from stabbing a classmate with a pencil to stealing things, feeling no remorse, to building a normal life. But she did an interview. She did a Q&A with the New York Times that I read this weekend. It, 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 is, it is something to read. And it, there's a high percentage of people in this country who are sociopaths who are just walking around. Not all sociopaths kill people. But you read this and you sort of see, you kind of realize why some people do. Buy or sell, you think you have worked with a sociopath. Sell. Really? Oh, I'm, can you ask me? Uh, Bill, buy or sell, you think you've worked with a sociopath. Buy, 100%. Buy. 100%. And that's different than people that have some sociopathic tendencies. You should read. I'm going to send it to you right now. You should read this thing because she talks about having no emotion and, and how. What are you saying? What are you saying right now? No, no, no. And ba- no, you feel you you feel things. I mean, this is the. I don't want to say crazy, but because and how she manipulates. How, it's just really interesting. Now you sound really confident here that you've worked with a sociopath at some point in your career. Yes. Do you think you've worked with multiple sociopaths oh, yeah, in your abso- career? Absolutely. Sociopathy is is an inability to feel empathy or remorse, and that obviously can open you up to some sort of yes. There there is there is no doubt. I want to keep going here, but I also don't no, want no, to ask. ask a question I don't want the answer to. Ask no ask. no. I'm gonna, I'm going to move on to the NBA. Ask. I want you to come on. We, we've kind of recovered, I think, from my perspective. Maybe Do I not think from you're yours. a sociopath? I didn't say that. Sell. Okay. Of course not. Sell. Mm. Get worried there for a minute. All right, Bill, some NBA here. Buy or sell Victor Webanyama's 5x5 five five game over the weekend was the most impressive thing he's done in his rookie season. Sorry, I was still focused on you asking me if you're a sociopath. Um, can you ask me that again? Buy or sell Victor Webanyama's 5x5 five five game over the weekend, meaning he had at least five in five different categories. Mm-hmm. He had 27 points, 10 Wait. rebounds, 8 assists, 5 blocks, and 5 steals. It wasn't a fantasy baseball thing. Uh, no. Because 5x5 no. is a fantasy baseball right. thing. 5x5 five five hey, in the NBA. Hey, Ryan Hickey's trying to get out of my fantasy baseball league. Do you want to take a spot? Buy uh, no. No. Buy se- no. Did he already ask you? <laughs> I was I was, I was, was going to sell him down the river, and then I thought <laughs> better of it, but I think I did anyway. So do you want to ask me that again? So buy or sell, you want to take Ryan Hickey's spot in my fantasy baseball league. Sell. I called Ryan the other day. I heard something I liked of his, and I just wanted to tell him. And he goes, hey. Do you, uh, Brian Hickey is the producer. I can't keep track of who produces whom now. Who's he producing? JR. JR? Yeah. He's producing JR, and and he's an on air talent. I think he's very talented. And he used to be an associate producer of mine. I'm a huge Brian Hickey fan. We call him Trace. No one else does, but they should. Okay. So I called Hickey, and he goes, Hey, uh, do you know anybody that really wants to do fantasy baseball? And I go, Oh, are you doing another league? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I might be able to, I might be able to do a second. He's like, Oh, no, 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 not that. And there's this long pause, and I go, yeah, you're not leaving the league, bro. <laughs> he may or may not have asked me if I wanted to take his spot. He's so bad at it. 
<laughs> well, maybe that's why he wants to get out. He's just throwing money away. He forgets to update. I, I, we send him notes and like, dude, update your team. I think he just doesn't want to waste his money. Just handing you money every year. Do you know who is obsessed with it and wins every other year? Bye. The Kluger. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Doesn't uh, surprise do you, me. What do you do with your time? <laughs> At all. All right, Bill, back to the NBA here. Buy or sell Doc Rivers and the Bucks going 2-0 and this weekend. Means they figure things out for the regular season. Sell. Sell. I think they're, they're still going to be inconsistent. But I do think they'll get to a better a better spot. Bill, buy or sell the Phoenix Suns win yesterday over the Lakers was a statement win. I mean, buy if the statement is we buy. are where we probably were. We have a high ceiling and a low floor. Bill, I'm going to give you a question for this MVP discussion. I'm going to bring it up early. I know you love it so much. Buy or sell Jason Tatum should be on the top five in the MVP ballot right now. All right, good question. I know he thinks he's the best player in the NBA and made a case that he should win MVP, even though other guys do a lot of stuff and he doesn't have as many points. So, uh, Joker and Shea are one and two. And then there's a lot of guys that are three, four, five. I mean, Kawhi is on that list. Giannis is probably still somewhere on that list. Um, Luka on that list? Mm, yeah, it depends, where they, it depends where they finish. They'd have to be higher in the West, but... I, I, um, I will buy. Top five, yeah. It might just buy. be five. It's not actually in competition. He is probably not in competition to win, though. Right now, those things can change. All right, Bill. Buy or sell Shohei Otani's spring training debut with the Dodgers tomorrow is must-watch TV. Buy. Buy. Is it mu- buy or sell that same question to you? Buy. How many must-watch athletes are there playing right now live? Single digits. So, there's Shohei. Messi. Yes. Even for a um, non-soccer guy, me. I'm trying to think. Mahomes. Yes. LeBron at one point in I his career, so. not anymore. I don't think the NBA, well. When he went to Miami, he was must-watch. I, I think Jokic is close, but I don't think I don't think he's there. I think some of that's my NBA affinity. There's no one in golf. There's no one in tennis. Carlos Alcaraz was last year, but he's not now. There's three people, right? You don't think any any tennis people would say the Joker is must watch? No, not right now. He just lost in what did he lose in? Center one, whatever the Australian Open. No, Tiger's obviously not playing or not playing really. So Mahomes, Shohei, and Messi, I think are the three. If you watch them, it is mesmerizing every time. All right, Bill. Back to baseball here. Buy or sell Cody Bellinger signing with your Chicago Cubs. As you optimistic for the season. I mean, I'm excited about but I'm never optimistic. I'm a Cubs fan, so sell. sell. Oh, I got one for you. When we do regular buy or sell, we do no context buy or sell at the end. Now that we're doing no context buy or sells, buy or sell, you should have a context buy or sell at the end. Buy. It's a good idea. I like that. Thank you. I like that. Although, as we noted late last week, that's more work for me. I got to communicate yeah. with Doug. Right. It's a lot for you to send an email. Right, right. So maybe in like, I don't know, a few months we'll get that done. Understood. <laughs> by, my, by my 47th birthday. <laughs> All right. February 26th. Let me write that down. All right, Bill. I know you love this question. Hot button issue. Buy or sell college basketball needs to ban court storming. Good question. 
one of my biggest regrets of my life, I don't really have many, is that I was going to storm Missouri-Nebraska. I did start to, and then it, we didn't see that the Nebraska player kicked the ball backwards into the waiting arms of another Nebraska player to, to go to overtime and beat us. I never, ever got to storm a court ever in my life. But now you got people getting hurt, getting bumped into. I hate to say this. It feels like the guy who says you should make the driving age 20 instead of 16 after you drove when you were 16 year old and it was amazing, but I will buy. Buy! It's a problem. All right, Bill, last one here. Buy or sell Caitlin Clark should leave college basketball for the WNBA after this season. I don't think it's guaranteed that she should sell. I, I think... Sell. So here's the thing. I think that question is unanswerable until we see what Iowa does in the tournament because they are a legitimate team to, to, to win the whole thing. So they make a Final Four or they make a championship game. Maybe she feels like she's had a complete career, but to come back for a, a, a fifth and final year... It's different than it used to be because she can make, and Jeff Goodman talked about this last week, she might be able to make as much or more doing NIL as she would in the WNBA. And, yeah, I know that those endorsements can transfer, but there's no guarantee that we'll see if she has the same visibility, the same cachet when she's playing professional basketball. Um, I'm going to read you a tweet, and I want you to buy or sell it. (laughs) These never go well for me. Phil in Stratford tweets, Bill. You're telling me that not only did D-Cell let you and Ephraim Salam down by not coming through with Super Bowl tickets, but that he also forgot your birthday? It's a good thing that you're such a forgiving, reasonable person. Bye. That's a good answer. It's <laughs> the first time you've ever lied on the air. And what I do you mean? <laughs> I saw your face. What? You just gave me this weird smile. You know what it looked like? The smile of the woman who's the sociopath on the article I sent you. Harsh. That was a little hard. Let me watch. Oh, she's not smiling. Never mind. I looked at it. I can't believe you asked me. No, I don't think you're a sociopath. I mean, you seem to be implying, you know, you know some certain things. No, I'm not. I'm not implying anything. Um, I am implying that all does not sound great in Philadelphia. And we'll let A.J. Brown talk through this a little bit after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. By the way, not a huge thing, but you see the Clippers rebranded. New logo, new jersey. Here's the problem. I don't know that anybody cares. Anywhere. Including here. I'm not feeling it. I didn't like it. I kind of like it. It's kind of old schooly. Eh. 
So here's the thing. I like the jersey that says Los Angeles better because you have a chance that people will buy those, not because they're Clippers fans, but because it says Los Angeles. They contemplated, reportedly, changing the name Clippers. They should have. A total reset, I think, would have made sense. Just sever all ties from the, the former era. They didn't do that. Can I can I give you a little secret before we talk a little NFL? I'm so excited this new arena is opening, and the Clippers organization doesn't like me. Or more to the point, the PR guy doesn't like me, and I'm not a big fan of his either uh, because people who call you liars on competing radio stations and then won't take your phone calls are cowards, especially when it turns out you were right. Dennis. Rogers, is that his name? Dennis, what's up? It's Bill. Um, that's an old school, but... I used to drive into my old job here in L.A. listening to the competing station call me a liar. And there was a guy on there, was it Marcus Johnson, who would just every show be like, I don't know, he's got a pretty good reputation. They'd be like, no, he doesn't. And then I was right. Bitter much? Yeah, a little. But anyway, uh, so we don't really get along great, me and that organization. But I'm really excited about this new arena. You know why? It is so close to my house. And it's going to be so much easier to go over there instead of down to the Staples Center to just talk to opposing teams. Now, how far, not mileage-wise, like time in car, how far apart are the two arenas going to be? Oh, during rush hour? Yeah. An hour? Oh, wow. Wow. So this will be right by the football, the new SoFi, which is really near, it's near my house. I mean, near my house. It's probably, I don't know, seven or eight miles away. And I would say Stables is probably 30 miles away or 23 or something like that. But in rush hour, yeah. It felt good to get that shot in. I used to talk about that guy and another guy named Seth, who now does LAFC PR on the radio every day for a year. Okay. Felt All good. Right. Hey, truth is truth. Um, speaking of dysfunction, there's something going on reportedly in the Eagles locker room. I don't love this because it comes from Craig Carton, who does a show on one of the, one of the stations, Peacock or something. Or Fox, or, yeah, Fox, I knew it was Fox. I'm just being a jerk. Um, he looks so uncomfortable. Who used to work at WFAN, who has who reported there's big problems, but he won't say what it is. Like, all right. That's that's like a mass media version of, I have a secret and I won't tell you. Well, then don't tell me you have a secret. And it's sort of become a big talking point in Philadelphia, obviously, and there's questions about whether or not Jalen Hurts and, and A.J. Brown get along. A.J. Brown, obviously important, talented wide receiver. So Brown called into WIP, which is our sister station, right? That's one of our Odyssey stations, where our boss, Spike Eskin, is going to be one of the big radio hosts, drive-time hosts in, in the evening. And I'm just going to let A.J. Brown do his talking, but I'll tell you that my view of what you're about to hear is an organization that's got some issues. I love where I'm at. It's simple as that. Next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so here's another thing that everybody is somewhat been speculating about is the relationship between you and Jalen, right? I, I remember last year when you, uh, maybe it was the year before that, when you got traded for and you and Jalen FaceTiming each other and we know how close you guys are and everything of that nature. And it just seems from the outside that maybe there could be something with you two's relationship and whether or not that's an issue. Your, your, what do you say to that? You know, I think that's total BS. You know, I'm not going to get into me and his relationship uh, on the air, but it's total BS, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a problem when I was on my six-game six streak. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't talking about that then. So they, they only started talking about that when we started losing. So, of course, yeah, you see friction. You see friction from everybody. From, from the coaches, the players, from everybody. So, yeah. 
So there you go. When a star player calls in of his own accord to a talk station to then very gruffly, everything's fine, next question, and then won't answer the question about whether he gets along with his quarterback, things are not okay. Now, I respect the fact that the guy wanted to talk and, and he wants to clear the air. He obviously wants it to work out, but that does not sound like an incredibly healthy place. I had this argument with John Gonzalez, my, my co-host, one of my two. Is it tri-hosts? If it's three of us, Tom? I'm going to be honest. I haven't heard anyone say that before. Okay. One of my tri-hosts, uh, one of my co-hosts, John Gonzalez, I think, I think he thought this was crazy. I, I know that interpersonal dynamics and chemistry and locker room issues impact NBA teams, and in this case, NFL teams. It's a fact. Some people roll their eyes because it, it, you can't read that in the numbers, and it's an easy way to say, well, this team sucks, and I just think they don't like each other. It's hard to know. It's hard to evaluate. It's hard to get to the bottom of. But the Eagles started the season. Were they 10-1? and I mean, they had a great beginning. They look like, along with the Niners, the best in a class among themselves the first two-thirds of the way through the season. A little bit less than that. And things fell apart. And that's clearly in part because this team did not get along. You had had coordinators going away. You had Sirianni doing the reset, trying to keep his own job. You got A.J. Brown calling in. Keep an eye on this team because... They are talented enough. Obviously, they made a Super Bowl a year ago, not this past one, the one before where they, like everyone else lately, lost to the Chiefs, but in a really close game. But that does not sound like it's a particularly great situation. Tom, what should I, what should I do for my birthday today? Here's the thing. Lori got me a Christmas present. We're going to a super fancy Long Beach restaurant over the weekend with all four of us, and it ain't free. Super fancy. So I think what I'm going to do is have Lori's offered, you know, we can go out, I'll cook. I'm going to have her make my favorite dish, save the money, and then put what would be tonight's food out to the to the fancy schmancy on Saturday. Is that the move, or would you just double up, go out twice? No, I think, I think you've got the move right that first one. I think that's save the money, do your favorite dish. By the way, what, what is... It's like dish. a it's like it's like a lemon chicken. It's a chicken that is that is sort of with uh, there's like, like there's parmesan in it and it's it's soaked in egg and then you put arugula on it and you make a, a really tangy lemon sauce and you put that on top of it with the arugula and then you sprinkle more parmesan. Sounds great. No, re- oh, it's amazing. My mouth is watering. Think about it. Are you having that butterfinger dessert tonight? That's a great question. I haven't seen it in the fridge. I'm hoping my family won't pull a D cell and forget something they should remember. Ouch. Yeah. All right, essentially the sociopath story. You enjoy it. It won't make you feel disturbed at all. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. The show is Ryder Than You. See you tomorrow here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.